Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome into Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Spotify, we're on Podbean, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel that's every single weeknight at 7 p.m also check out on the five reasons youtube channel all of our other shows clutch corner one of our other nba heat shows came back tonight with one of the new co-hosts also you can get all our dolphins content there as well as five reasons sports.com afraid Artiaga from three yards per carry has been at every dolphins practice and he's giving you the daily reports and we have no paywall also check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports Network. Did you know that this upcoming Sunday is actually CBD day? Yes, that's right. They actually have a holiday for this thing. And what do you want to order? You want to order therapist preferred. That's where we go over at the five reasons sports network. This is a CBD company founded in 2019 by a physical therapist to maximize performance and recovery for active people, hundred percent THC free and third party lab verified. So you will not fail any kind of drug test. Don't worry about that. All products are made in the U S with cutting edge technology from organically grown hemp. The most popular products. Well, the ones that Alex likes, the green apple gummies. I'm a fan of the strawberry lemonade gummies. You can also get the tincture. You can also get the CBD sports cream. All you got to do for any of it is when you go pay, type in the code five reasons. That's five, the number, and then reasons. And you get 25% off your order. That's right, 25% off your order, plus free shipping on all orders. So shop now, therapistpreferred.com for all your CBD. And make sure you use the code five and then reasons. And now, tonight's episode. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop with one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. Well, I'm back. So for those of you who enjoyed the non-Ethan episode, I apologize. I'll be with you for the next 20 minutes. Floor plan today. we got Greg Sylvander. We've got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander and at Tropical Blanket. Greg is verified because he uses his real name. Alex is not only because he does not. Al- All right, let's get to it, guys. Alex is shaking his head now. Uh, let's get to it. I have no reason to be verified. And you know damn well how to provide <laughs> I, what late provides. I don't know. Well, I don't know. We'll see. You got to ask Spo. We're, you're holding him accountable. All right, let's let's get to it. Um, we've got two episodes already since free agency started, but now we have a more complete picture. Uh, the latest today is that Victor Oladipo has signed with the Miami Heat, has re-signed with the Miami Heat. We talked a lot on some of these episodes on five on the floor of whether Vic would have any market out there for him at all. It turns out he really didn't, which is sort of what we suspected. This was a kind of the case at the trade deadline as well, where obviously that was before the latest injury or the latest re-injury. 
but there really wasn't a market for Victor Oladipo, which is one of the reasons that the Heat was able to snag him in the first place. And now they snag him at an even less expensive cost to be part of this roster. So, so far, going back to the beginning of this thing, bringing in Kyle Lowry, bringing in Markeith Morris to play forward along with P.J. Tucker to be two of the power forwards in the rotation. Also keeping Max Struess, keeping Gabe Vincent, keeping, more importantly, Duncan Robinson. Uh, and now we see Victor Oladipo is staying out. Kendrick Nunn to Los Angeles. You guys talked about that yesterday. That one surprised me. Um, and then also, obviously, out Presses Achua, Goran Dragic, Trevor Ariza, and I believe Andre Iguodala. Um, I may be missing somebody of significance. But anyway, oh, and also resigned Dwayne Dedman. So we have kind of an idea of what a nine-man rotation may look like if you get to February and you still have the current players on the team, which is one issue, but also that you have Victor Oladipo coming back, we think, sometime between December and February. Barry Jackson of the Herald has been kind of the most on top of this, um, and I trust his reporting on it. Uh, Greg, let's get to it. If you look at this nine-man rotation, one, and these are the questions question I'm going to ask Alex too, one, did they achieve their goals this offseason thus far? And two, is this a contender in the Eastern Conference now? Yes, they achieved their goals. They uh, plugged the point guard spot. They can also do a little bit more. Um, I feel like uh, that that Lowry acquisition is just we're not going to be able to quantify what that does to this team until we see it live. Um, but also, P.J. Tucker, the more that I think about um, – what he does and the way that he was relied upon for Milwaukee as they advanced round over round, like Spo is going to fall in love with that dude and he's going to play a ton. Um, so I, I love that addition. Markeith Morris also makes a lot of sense. This team is tough. They have an identity now that stuff matters. Um, so I, um, I especially like the punctuation with the Victor Oladipo signing. I kind of, I think that I overthought this a bit and thought Depot maybe ha would have a bigger market or that he would go elsewhere. But uh, in talking to people, when I was trying to track down what he was getting paid today and we confirmed that he was getting the veterans minimum, which is just a perfect scenario for Miami, mind you, like this is, this really is the wild card for the heat, right? Because like, not only can he be, if he's just anywhere near what he was for the two games that he was in Miami, if he can provide some of that come playoff time, it transforms this roster and what you're capable of, but also like the, the creativity to now have his bird rights, be able to exceed the salary cap to keep him. If he does regain form, it's really like this wild card that I love that they, that they identified it and they're taking advantage of it because it's uh, it, it could be the difference between being a conference finalist and an NBA finalist. Alex, before I go to you on this um, now looking back, cause you did the pod yesterday on none, does it put that, Greg, in any kind of other context, the decision uh, that was kind of made both ways on Kendrick Nunn, the decision not to retain him ultimately for what was a relatively cheap price and also his decision to go? I can tell you people around Kendrick Nunn thought he was going to get 12 million or more per yep. year. He ended up taking five. Uh, which so, you know, and again, look, there's other guys. I mean, there's some other players in free agency who are, you know, are, are finding out it's, it's cold out go there the way that they, it's cold out there. And we'll talk about some of those names kind of 
uh, on the other side of the break. But does it put the the nun decision in more context? I mean, did you think they knew they had Oladipo in their back? Likely. I think that that, you know, makes a ton of sense. I think that they still need to address a functional, experienced other guard that gives some of that depot stuff that that scoring punch and i don't know what that looks like a lot of lou williams speculation has been thrown around i personally the more i uh, i've asked around on that that didn't that didn't sound like the direction that they're going um but i do so i do think that there's room for somebody else but um but ultimately, like, I think that Oladipo, they're, they're going to be really, really careful and they're going to take a lot of time with him. So I, I would just practice patience there. Um, but like to, to your point, they're going to now pay the luxury tax. So anything I said that that was negative about the team paying the tax, it looks like they're going to head right into uh, to paying the tax. And I think that they they will make one more addition and Kendrick Nunn leaving with Depot, like kind of waiting in the wings makes a lot more sense today. All right, Alex, uh, you know, A, accomplish their goals, B, contender in the East. I would say yes for both, but with caveats. I think it's kind of like the best way to put it. I think they definitely accomplished their goals. Number one, getting Kyle Lowry cannot be overstated. Like, you know, we talked about on other pods already. I just think what he's going to do for everybody else, the stuff he brings, it's huge. You, you know, not fumbling that and bringing in that guy, bringing in Jimmy's guy, already, you know, huge, right? But when you talk about adding P.J., uh, bringing back Depot at the minimum. And I was just listening back to that pod that you that you promoted today on Twitter that I legitimately forgot that we did from like two weeks ago where we talked about the Lowry Oladipo potential backcourt there. And it was like, we were talking about him potentially getting the mid-level from somebody from a team willing to pay him like the Knicks or something. And that was clearly not there, not only for him with his injury concerns, but for just about everybody who was expecting a lot of money, right? That, you know, the Kelly Oubre's of the world. And so bringing him back on the minimum absolute 100% win. There's just no risk to it at all. Uh, you know, you can nitpick the roster and say the bench could still be filled out a little bit. You could say, uh, you know, you want to spell P.J. Tucker's lack of offense with a more offensive-minded four, and that's not necessarily what Markeith Morris is. But I'm not really mad at that. It's another minimum contract. I like the character, the collective grit of this team. They're going to be tough as shit, and I still think it's – they're probably going to make one more move. I think, I think everybody's hoping for Danny green or something like that to kind of happen, but just overall, there's no way to doubt that they've turned themselves into a real competitive contender, somebody who can compete with the best teams in the East. And even though they, they're definitely not going to be favored over the bucks or the nets, I firmly believe they're going to be right there with them. And they have a lot of matchup stuff now that we can get into at another time of, I think why they're just so much more, able to compete with these teams than they were last season. And I just think, you know, there may be a move or two away from being a lot closer to the finals. And I think a lot of people are giving them credit for. All right. We're going to get to some of those other names. You guys have thrown out a few of those that they may be able to pluck to kind of fill out the roster. And also what maybe some of the roles of other guys that they brought back may be. So we're going to touch on that in a second. Before we do, we're welcoming back another of our great sponsors local here in South Florida, our friend Mark over at you break wheel fix that's you break wheel fix a wheel repair and refi- and remanufacturing company with over 20 years of experience specializing in complete 
wheel repair. They repair the wheels from the curb rash to bends and cracks. They do everything. They also specialize in refinishing from polishing, machining, and custom colors that will suit your car's needs. They can do the vice colors, so maybe the heat aren't doing them anymore. You can still do them on your truck if you want. Lately, Lastly, excuse me, U-Brake Wheel Fix offers a full array of factory and custom wheel and tire applications. So go visit them. They're right in North Miami. They're South Florida people. They're big Miami sports fans, and they'll do a great job on your car they'll make it look much better than it looks now and be much more functional than it is right now so go to you break wheel fix that's you break wheel right in north miami you can also contact them at 305-748-0112 that's 305-748-0112 you break wheel fix.com all right, let's talk about what the Heat may still need to fix. Uh, here's a segue. Uh, as you know, you take a look at their roster and a possible nine-man or eight-man rotation, uh, it looks to me and, and to others like you're going to start BAM at the five again. I know that that doesn't appeal to some people. I, Sam Mitchell, former NBA coach, now on NBA TV, uh, said flatly the other day, we're not going to know how good BAM can be until he's playing the four full-time. Um the Heat don't really seem to agree with that at this point. They don't really have a suitable five that would push Bam to the four full time, um, but he's going to start at the five. It appears probably PJ Tucker starts at the four, although my immediate reaction on Twitter was that Markeith Morris may end up being the starter at the four, uh, and PJ may end up being the closer at the four. And of course, then Jimmy and Duncan, who you consider a guard, who you consider a forward, it really doesn't matter. And then an actual true point guard, like we're putting a guy in the PG space in the lineup in Kyle Lowry, which is not something that we've typically done here in Miami, uh, unless you considered Goran Dragic that. And then off the bench, Dwayne Dedman uh, is your true big uh, coming off the bench, then either Tucker or Morris uh, coming off the bench, ultimately Oladipo joining Hero in the backcourt for now. Again, um, you know, will Hero still be here in February? Will Oladipo be ready in February? We may never see that pairing. We don't know. Um, but I'll go to you first on this, uh, I guess, Greg. Um, you know, as you kind of look at the lineup, is there anything else, anybody else that could crack that lineup? Maybe it's one of the former two-way guys, Struce or Vincent. Um, or maybe it's somebody else that we're really not, not thinking about right now. Uh, I think they're missing truthfully. They're missing another like long switchy um, wing type player. Like if you look at the roster right now behind Duncan and Jimmy, like at the wing spots, like I guess Struess essentially sometimes plays up a bit, but you've got KZ Akpala and, and like, yeah, P PJ Tucker and uh, and Markeith Morris maybe can do some of that stuff, but you're going to be asking PJ Tucker to guard up a lot. So like you're you're going to need an additional wing defender when teams roll out multiple six six and six seven guys. And I just don't know that KZ's ready to do that yet. I know you invested in Duncan, so I would expect that they're gonna they're gonna count on him to make strides to be able to be relied upon. You know, if you're getting paid that way now. Um, but I think that they could they could use another player like that. And I don't know that that's what they'll target because, you know, we've heard names like Danny Green has been quietly mentioned as, as a name that could end up there. And maybe he does bring enough of that championship pedigree and can find his way enough defensively to make threes and, and make some sense. But um, I think that that's where they would go and what they're missing is that I just feel like I, I'm not ready to trust KZ in the events in the event you have an injury or something like that throughout the season. What's more important, Alex, is it finding that kind of wing three and D type 
uh, player like a Danny Green uh, that Greg mentioned? Or is it more important to find another primary ball handler off the bench, particularly with no Oladipo? And with that, I know that that's what Lou Williams is, although the ball has been in his hands a lot over the course of his career. I mean, is a guy like Isaiah Thomas, is he still out oh, there? Oh, he's out like, there. I, I mean, I feel like. Oh, he's out there for sure. Yeah, well, he's out there. Well, he's also represented by Jimmy's agent, too. So, I mean. Oh, they, I didn't know that. Look at him a little bit less. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, Isaiah is represented by Bernie Lee. So, I mean, there's already a connection there. And there was some interest last year. Uh, it was moderate, I would say at best, but there was some interest. I mean, I, I don't know what other names are. I mean, Dennis Schroeder out there for the minimum. Uh, yeah, that's, that's that's just, he wanted, he wanted a hundred million dollars. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts. So you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hero to be what we think Hero can be and provide that kind of stuff, then you have to ask, like, what, what, if his role is, oh, yes, finally, he doesn't have to focus on anything but being a bucket getter initially as he comes into the game. Like, do we really need to get another bucket getter? So that's that's just why I but, hesitate. But 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 is he going to be count? But that's that's what I've never understood about this whole thing. I think feel like people have had it backwards with him starting or not starting, and what his role would be. Feels to me like if he's going to be the guard off the bench, he's going to be asked to handle the ball a lot. Right? So out he's for not sure, going to be but, playing. I mean, look, I got to imagine like you, you, there's going to be some creative staggering done now with, between Lowry and Jimmy. They're not only going to have their minutes stapled together. I'm sure they're going to play together a whole lot, but. Especially now, like with Depot out for the remaining, I mean, probably for the first half of the season, maybe more. Uh, Tyler is probably going to have to do some stuff off the bench, and I think that make that premise makes people nervous. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's getting minutes with Jimmy and Kyle, and he's just—I wouldn't expect him to be out there, you know, kind of leading the bench minutes over and over again, where it's just kind of he's the one with the burden of of creating and scoring for everybody else. Because I, I don't think that's the best way to go. But even still, I would rather they go for a Danny Green, right? Like, unless you're talking about getting a Reggie Jackson or Schroeder at the at backup point, which they were obviously looking for way more money. I think that's something that's more than viable. Outside of them, I don't really know uh, what the options are. I think Lou Will is not a bad idea. Like, I've actually seen him be a good offensive spark plug off the bench in recent years. You don't need to, you know, rely on him <clears throat> as some sort of, you know, nine, like, somebody who, who's going to close for you or somebody who you need to rely on for more than 15, 20 minutes a game at most in the playoffs. If you even want to play him that much, understanding how much of a defensive liability he's been for, uh, for teams in the past. And to that point, I'm out on Isaiah Thomas. Cause you know, I, I haven't seen him do the things Lou will has in the past couple of years and he's way worse on defense. And that's hard to do to be worse than Lou will on defense. So I, I would have well, Danny Green well, right now at the top of my list. There have been some comparisons, you know, of Hero to Lou Williams, um, you know, that, that I've seen out there in terms of what his role could be sort of early in his career. Maybe the two of them playing together uh, wouldn't be the worst thing. I mean, I, I, I look, I, Lou Williams to me is going to be 45, 50 years old and still getting buckets somewhere. I mean, it just may not be at the NBA. I mean, it's just, it's just sort of who he is. Um, I, I think the other position, though, well, we're going to talk about one more position here. After I tell you about prize picks, prizepicks.com, use the code five F I V E that's prizepicks.com. That is our officially daily fantasy sponsor here at the five reason sports network. This is where you want to go 
not just during NBA season. They've also got the MLB stuff going on right now. They do it for MMA. They do it for golf. They do it for tennis. They do it for everything. Um, and obviously they've got those NFL futures that are already up. You can already sort of go to prize picks right now for week one of the NFL season and start deciding if you want to play certain running backs over or under their rushing yards. Also, obviously quarterbacks, receivers, and they'll be adding more positions as they go. So go check out prizepicks.com. Use the code five. Um, the other thing to bring up here, guys, though, is, you know, the other piece that seems to be missing is maybe one more big, um, you know, oh, I, no, I, no, oh, no. Greg, we... and Greg, you mentioned Wes Matthews is another guy to take a look at in the back where they looked at last year, by the way, uh, we, we know, and that Jimmy wanted to bring him in another Marquette guy, but you threw they... me the beautiful lob for the big man, because we have the solution and his okay. name is Omar you're at seven and he has been balling in summer league. Um, so I hope that Miami who, uh, you know, did not um, retain his rights as they were approaching free agency to maximize flexibility. That's the guy. Like if we're going to go down the big man road, let's, let's give him the Duncan Kendrick contract contract and develop a guy. I mean, is, is that, is that the way to go, Alex? I mean, or do they need, I feel like Dwayne Dedman is a proven commodity for them now. Like they, they know what they're going to get from him. You know, I, the upside is not, you know, the highest, but they know, I think they know what the floor is from Dedman. They know what they're going to get from him pretty much every night. Um, you know, Tucker and, and Markeith are not elite rebounders. Um, and so. And, they're good if, for the position though, as far as okay. like boxing dudes out, maybe not getting, you know, a, a big amount mm-hmm. of rebounds, but being able to actually just, stay in 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 more man stuff on defense keeping bam on the back line all of a sudden like things are going to look a lot better i think from the rebounding standpoint where they won't be getting destroyed in that aspect anymore from that physicality that they got but look leif brings up a good point omer is you know not to overdo it but he's clearly a standout at summer league he's one of those guys who just clearly has shown in these first couple of games at least that he he kind of doesn't belong there like he's he's ahead he's played in pro leagues uh and, you know, Turk Nowitzki is, is somebody who I think – and shout out to Gad <laughs> for that it, one. Whose was that, by the way? Is that – That was Gad. That was Gad. Oh, Gad. Okay, Gad. Uh, Gad Cartagena on our network. Yeah, that's pretty good. We might I think get, it would be smart we to – We might get that on a T-shirt, I think. Yeah. Sign Gad on the two-way and sign Omer Yurtsev into to the two-way immediately before another mm-hmm. team picks him up. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Dedman's going to be the, the back of five. But Yurtsev has, like, between the pick and pop stuff, you know, the, the his ability to kind of uh, – punish a mismatch with the size that he has he seems like a pretty smart player like he could be a plug-and-play guy if there's any if there's a time where where they need the the bodies right like I don't think that's a crazy thing to say with how much they gave Vincent and Struess last season like I think he could easily meet that bar like Yurtseven was clearly outplaying Struess these past couple of games so I don't think that's crazy to say but uh also like if you want to go with another big if you want to go with the veteran the veteran route I think Millsap is a good idea too that's another interesting one. I mean, Millsap and Wes Matthews, I almost feel it's becoming kind of comedic though. Like it's like, can the heat or Lakers get older? Um, it's, it, which is funny because the whole thing about, you know, both teams from last year was they didn't have a long enough break, which was totally a legitimate excuse in my view, didn't have a long enough break after the finals to kind of get themselves together for the next year. So what do both teams do this off season? They get older. I mean, they, you know, the heat, the heat is somehow, you know, dropped Dragic and Iguodala and, and Ariza 
and, and, you know, stayed at least as old as they were before. And the Lakers are basically adding pieces from the seventies to, to fill out their roster. Um, I I, I will say I, I like, I like what we're looking at in terms of the, the, you know, a potential starting eight, starting nine in terms of the rotation. I don't know necessarily that there's as much interchangeability and rust and rotation flexibility for Spolstra as maybe some other teams have had. Now that it's not necessarily the worst thing because we've seen that when Eric can get in a rhythm with a rotation, that maybe it's better than when he has a lot of sort of interchangeable parts and he starts playing mad scientist and nobody knows what their role is and all that. So maybe at the same time, they're more versatile on both ends than they were last year, even if they're not as deep. No, I think that's fair. I just don't think there's a lot of guys we're going to say, well, again, there weren't a lot of guys last year that we could say this guy's playable, but I mean, you would really need Akpala to take another step to another, like five steps to really challenge, to be a regular in the rotation. Right. Uh, you know, Shrews, who I know they like, I don't know if he's ready for more of that. I mean, Gabe Vincent may end up being the complimentary ball handler to hero, you know, in the background, we did see this yep. will play him. So I think maybe he could play a little bit. Um, but, but yeah, I, I know I see what you're saying, but I just, it, it to me, it, it looks pretty cut and dry. Like it doesn't look like Eric's going to go into training camp. Or we're going to be saying, is it this guy or this guy? I mean, no, Tyler Hero's coming off the bench. Duncan Robinson is starting. We know that. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, really the only question is, is it, is it going to be Markeith or Tucker starting? I mean, I, there, there's not, I mean, it's going to be pretty boring in terms of, not, you know, we want, we're going to cover it in an interesting way, hopefully, but there's not going to be training camp battles, right. For rotation spots. I, I don't see it. No, but it will be guys establishing that they are ready to take the roles that we are so clearly defining for them. Because I think like, that's going to be the big question is like everything maps out on paper. Um, maybe not everything, but a lot of it maps out on paper. Like the dots connect perfectly. And you feel like this roster has much more of um, pieces that fit and roles defined well let's see everybody step up and that i think will add enough intrigue because like there's going to be stuff on hero's plate that will will make a determination on him you know at, you know this year this is it for for tyler hero i feel like he's got to embrace what he i'm surprised that he's going to return uh because all indications are that it looks like that um you know the value is just not there to move him right now so expecting him back integrating him seeing what pj tucker and markeith morris can provide because like let's not all forget like we had avery bradley and mo harkless last year and we thought that those guys were going to provide certain things that the heat lacked: point of attack defense and versatility and it all fell flat on the face so you also have to just think about that um you got to hope these pieces fit and to me they look like they fit and kyle obviously is the slim dunk addition well we got a lot of pieces that we're looking at here in their 30s uh, who are going to miss time and that's why some of these players do need to step up off the bench. Um, so I think Millsap's a, a pretty good idea. Like, especially if you're talking about uh, Tucker being the closer. And I think that's kind of, I would be surprised if that's not where we're at. Right. Like I think he's going to be that guy for Spo on, on the defensive end to help with the rebounding and stuff like that. But just, it's kind of, it's kind of like a similar thing to what they had with Iguodala, right. Where it's like, you don't want to play him too much throughout the regular season. You want to keep him fresh. And like, that's pretty much where I'm at with PJ. Like, of course, I want to see him play with that five, but I also don't want to see him average maybe more than like 25 minutes a game during the season. I don't know if that's crazy to ask, uh, you know, given with where they're at in their rotation. Does KZ step up? Do they think Omer is a good five that they can play next to Bam or 
off the bench somehow. I don't know. But the depth is a valid concern. I'm just not, you know, I'm not too worried about it. Like, I think they, they've got some things they can they do. They've manufactured depth in the past, baby. Yeah, except last season. Right. I, I'm with you. But again, it was a COVID season. Maybe it was a little bit different. Can I ask this you was... one question, though? Yes. Because I think it's it will be good for to also help clarify with Heat fans. The whole Kendrick Nunn thing. And you know me. <laughs> not a Kendrick Nunn guy. I, I haven't been a Kendrick Nunn guy over the past couple of seasons. I've tried to give him credit uh, as far as like the things he's good at and there's value there. And that's kind of going to be my point there. And you asked that earlier in the show. It's like, uh, did they let Nunn walk? Did they pull the qualifying offer knowing that they had deep in hand? And that's fair and great. And I love it because I was all about bringing the depot. I'm glad they brought him back. It's a great value play. But I was wondering how come like getting him at that 4.7 qualifying offer, I was very curious to why they were so quick to pull it off and not just bring him back, knowing that Oladipo won't be back till the second half of the season and that it's somebody that's going to fit right away with the guys that you already have. You already know the fit on a one year cheap offer, unless what you're saying is none just really wanted to go play for the Lakers. Yeah, no, it's a really good question because Kendrick Nunn's skill set could be used until Oladipo comes back. So it's a valid sure. question, but this is how I understand it. Um, with that qualifying offer, if he accepts that, he has a no trade clause effectively. So like at that point, they can't move him. So like you could talk about moving off money. Uh, you would have to move off some other money that doesn't have a no trade clause. So I think that the Heat were hesitant to get boxed in with Kendrick on the roster. If they do want to get go into the tax now and then slide out and under at the deadline, like that's something where they could maybe now have the flexibility to use the biannual exception and they could trade that player, whereas Kendrick Nunn would have that no trade clause. So that's how I understand it. But I understand your concern as well, that from a sheer basketball perspective, there's no doubt they could have used his skill set. That cost was ready. Because we were worried, yeah. like you said earlier, that, we, that he was going to get like a big deal from one of these teams that had cap space and even like a contender. Obviously, him going to the Lakers makes sense for him and, and you know, to build his value up. He's going to he's going to fit well there. He's a shooter. And we know LeBron plays well with shooters. Uh, I'm just wondering, like, you know, at such a low price point. It felt like it would have been nice to have him back. I will say this about it. I, I think they're going to regret that move. Um, That's the I, one I, thing I would really like. pick Yeah. On. I, I think they're, I, and I'll say this, I, we are, I, I am Maybe surprised. Maybe it's the Lakers, it, it, that pisses me off a little bit. I, I am surprised that uh, he went to a place like the Lakers. I, I thought that he would end up, we kept saying, with a team like Detroit, Oklahoma City, where he'd be a big-time scorer, kind of relied upon in strictly that role. Uh, with the Lakers, he's going to be more of a complimentary piece. I, I, I like it for him, and, you know, in the sense that him and Malik Monk are the two younger guys on that roster that they'll integrate. Uh, two guys that I think both could have helped the heat, but I, I do think that's one move that they are going to come to regret. I, I think, I think Kendrick is better than, than people give him credit for. And and I also, I think what he did last year was very difficult to pull off. Um, and, and so I, honestly, it'll be better than whoever they signed with the biannual to your point, Ethan, he yeah, probably and, and will. So not being able to move off the player for luxury tax reasons, if that's one of the, well, this is Danny green. <laughs> Right. Well, Danny Green, Danny Green fits that. But but again, a guy who can actually get his own shot has value. And Kendrick Nunn has the ability to get his own shot, uh, whereas Danny Green does not. I mean, so I understand the value of Danny Green. Trust me and his professionalism and everything else. Um, he's a high, been a highly underrated player to me for pretty much his entire career. But I just think I think they're going to regret the Kendrick move. That's all. I mean, again, depending on what happens with Oladipo.
Adam pointed out something really cool and we'll close here. And I just want to reemphasize it because Ethan, you're back. Do you know that everyone that they have acquired this offseason has been in an NBA finals in the last two to three years? Like they literally went out and got guys that know how to play in that environment that have gotten championships, all champions. Look at them, PJ Tucker, Marquise Morris, Kyle Lowry. So uh, there's a common thread there. And Danny Green's on that list too. So we'll see. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Um, of course, it also means these guys got a little more wear on them because they played deeper into a season. But I don't want to be the negative one. All right, check out youbreakwheelfix.com. Uh, we always tell you to go to therapistpreferred.com. Use that code five reasons. It's number five reasons. Go to prizepicks.com. Use the code five. Uh, we'll continue to churn out these episodes. I am sure that there's going to be some kind of a Zoom announcement uh, with Kyle Lowry coming up here after the sixth once things can kind of finalize. So we will have more episodes coming to you. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.